Hi there. Welcome to Ask Away, a podcast for kids about the Bible and the questions kids have about the Bible. My name is Meredith, and as always, I'm here with my own kiddos, Riley, who is eight. Hi. And Peyton, who is five. Hi. Telling stories is only half of what this podcast is for. We do love to tell you Bible stories, but there is another reason we make it. It's to be sure you know that when it comes to the Bible, every question is okay, and you can ask away. Today is a story episode, which means that we will tell a Bible story, and Riley and Peyton will jump in along the way to ask about the stuff that they notice or wonder about or think is weird. What is the story today? Easter. Easter. Is that when Jesus comes alive? It is. But first, before we start the story, we want you to know that we have two other story episodes that are kind of connected to this one. One is about Jesus coming to Jerusalem as king, and another is about Good Friday, which is what we call the day Jesus died. Both of those are stories that happened in the same week that Jesus died and was resurrected. So if you have not listened to them yet, I would recommend you push pause on this story and listen to those first. It'll help things make more sense. As always, after you listen, we hope that you'll join in. What did you notice or wonder about or think was weird? Record your question and send it as an email to askawaypodcast at gmail.com or a Voxer message. We're there as askawaypodcast. And when you do, be sure you tell us your first name and how old you are. Now, on to the story. Let's start with, what is Easter? Easter is when we celebrate that Jesus is alive. It's also a fun holiday. It is. Now, we left off on day one, Friday. And Jesus was very much not alive. Jesus had died on a cross. Why did you the cross of all things? Why not something else? Yeah. Great question. Remember how the Romans were in charge at that time? Yeah. Okay, so God's people, the Jews, live in the area around Israel. They live in the city of Jerusalem, but the Romans had taken it over. Well, the Romans wanted their subjects, the Jewish people, to be compliant, to do what they said. And if somebody stepped out of line, well, they would use them as a way to send a message. So they would use a cross to kill people who they saw as traitors, not loyal to King Caesar or to Rome. And that happened in front of everyone to send a message. This is what happens to people who don't obey us. That's why they picked a cross. God, that makes sense. After Jesus died, a couple of Jesus's followers took his body down from the cross and placed it in a cave. Then they rolled a huge stone over the cave's entrance. The body would be safe there until Sunday when they could get it ready to be buried. Why did they roll the big stone over um, over the cave? They did that to keep the body safe. They were worried that perhaps somebody would steal Jesus's body because he had been a very well-known figure. And it was important to them to bury the body properly. They had a lot of traditions and customs about how to bury somebody after they had died. They wanted to be sure they did those for Jesus. Why couldn't they do it then or on Saturday? That's a great question. Because Friday night to Saturday night is Sabbath for the Jewish people when they rest. That actually goes all the way back to God resting after creation on the seventh day. 
Rest is one way that we worship and love God. And so that meant that they needed to put the body away on Friday afternoon before Sabbath began and wait. Why did why is resting part of worshiping God? Resting is part of worshiping God because it is a way that we show with our bodies how we trust God to take care of us. Like even if we don't work or get something done, we're still going to be okay because God will take care of us. So that's one reason it's worship. The other reason that rest is worship is it reminds us that we are creatures God made in love and that God is the one who is God to carry all the big, hard things of the world. A lot of times people get that flip-flopped. We act like things will only be good in our lives if we work really hard to make it that way, but it doesn't usually work. And so rest helps us remember that we don't have to keep working really hard. God loves us just as we are. We are enough. That makes more sense. So day two is Saturday, and it's the waiting day. I wonder what they thought about or talked about on Saturday. About Jesus' death? About Jesus's death, maybe. I think they might have been sad. Yeah. I wonder if it seemed like everything was ruined. Jesus said God's kingdom was coming, which was good news because a good God would be a good king with a good kingdom for everyone. But now the bad Roman kingdom and bad King Caesar had killed Jesus. To put all this into different words, I wonder if it felt like sin had won, like violence and power and death were strongest, like God lost when Jesus died. And that would feel very sad. Let's continue our story. On Sunday, day three, very early in the morning, some of the women who followed Jesus went together with supplies, like spices, to care for Jesus' body before it was buried. Why spices? Because bodies will start to stink if you don't take care of them. And the spices and the process of wrapping up the body help with that. So they were on their way with these spices. But when they got to the tomb, the great big rock had been moved. And then two men who looked like human lightning said, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember, he talked about this. He said he'd die. He said to wait for day three. The women felt surprised and confused. Jesus was alive? None of them expected this. It was impossible. And then the most wonderful, special, delightful thing imaginable happened. Jesus was there with them to hug and to hold. They just said it was impossible. (laughs) And yet there he was. Jesus told them not to be afraid, to go back to the rest of the group, and to tell them all to meet up in a town called Galilee. And so the women ran back and they told the rest of the disciples and the other followers what had happened. But they didn't believe them because, well, dead people stay dead. Or so they thought. Because later, Jesus came among the group. He let them touch his hands and feet, feeling the scars from where he'd been crucified. And they still didn't believe it because it was just too amazing. So then he took a piece of fish and ate it with them. Will the stars, the scars stay there? 
Because, of course, the stars will. They're in the sky all the time, and there's no way a human can reach it. Yes. After Jesus was resurrected, alive again, his body was healed and didn't hurt and would last forever. But the scars from before stay. If Jesus' body from death healed, why not the scars in the cuts? Good question. One reason is because Jesus' resurrected body, it's still a human body, even though it's also new and better and made for forever. But when our bodies heal, certain kind of injuries leave scars. That's how human bodies work. Jesus would be just the same, healed and not hurting, but they wouldn't disappear. Another reason is that the Bible writers make sure to tell us about Jesus' scars because there were some people who said, Jesus didn't die and come alive. It must be that someone else died on that cross. Jesus hid for a couple days and came out saying he was alive. The writers want us to know that they believe Jesus really died and was really resurrected to life again. And they write about the scars to help show that it was really Jesus. And so as the day went on, they all came to realize Jesus was not dead anymore. Jesus was alive again. And Jesus is alive now, still inviting anyone who wants to, to join in, to be friends with God, to have life forever. Now, what other questions do you guys have about Easter? How did he come alive when he was dead? God's power resurrected him. God is the source of all life. Right? Think about it. God created plants, animals, people, all these things that need life. God gave them life. God is a life giver. So God's power raised Jesus to life after death. And when Jesus died, all the world's sin, the terrible consequences of being disconnected from God's love, Jesus carried those with him. And while he was dead, it seemed like sin had won. But nope, sin and death died with Jesus. God won and sin lost. Jesus is alive and death does not win. Why is sin still here today when it died with Jesus a long time ago? Great question, because you are right. Sin lost, but it's not gone. Death lost, but death isn't gone. At least not yet. It will be all the way someday. So maybe you remember something that we talked about before, Being made in God's own image includes being able to make real choices, even if they are not the choices God would want for us. And that includes choosing to trust God or not. That includes deciding to follow God or not. God won't ever make us do those things. And so a lot of people, they choose other things, especially power and money, which can cause a lot of problems as far as how they hurt other people and create what we call unjust systems where other people hurt because of that. So for now, there's both. There's God's life and goodness in the groups of people who trust God and there's sin, hard, sad things that aren't what God wants at all. But someday there won't be both. There will be only the good stuff with God forever. That is where we will stop for now because it's your turn. We want to know what questions you have about our story today. What do you want to know more about? What was weird? What do you wonder? 
You can record your questions and email them to askawaypodcast at gmail.com or make them a Voxer message, askawaypodcast. Remember to tell us your first name and your age when you do, and then we will make another episode talking about your questions. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, grown-ups, please rate, review, and some subscribe.